To win a war, you need to be on offense. If you're content to rest on your laurels and play passive defense, you're eventually going to lose, period. Perhaps General George Patton put it best, no one ever won a war by going out and dying for his country. He won it by making some other dumb bastard go out and die for his country. So this seems decidedly to be the philosophy. I'm thinking of the earliest appearance hereof in 2016 in the presidential primary debates of Donald J. Trump. Always be on offense, apologize very precious little or never. And, you know, even if people try to put you on defense, just stay on offense. Keep swinging, keep punching. And when you punch, punch upward. The, uh, it, he's maintained this posture and this rhetorical position even in the presidency, which is normally where guys, you know, kind of settle in, tucker down, play a little more defense. It's been remarkable that he has been untouchable, not only throughout that entire primary season, not, out, not only throughout the, the general campaign of late 2016, but even throughout much of his presidency, he just doesn't respond to his critics and he keeps punching, and everyone, again, Catholics are supposed to say, well, I like the president, but I don't know if I like him on Twitter. Guys like Dave and me, we love him on Twitter. I mean, keep punching. And the funny thing is, when you come across stories of other uh, politicians, religious leaders like Pope Francis, and all of his best friends at the UN, uh, I'm thinking of... uh, Jeffrey Sachs, I'm going to share a story in a minute. They all try to put him on defense, which is where leftists like these guys are comfortable. They're comfortable being on offense. They're comfortable having conservatives and Christians on defense, and they don't know what to do when either a conservative or a Christian, or better yet, a conservative Christian, um, stays on offense, just keeps the football and doesn't let the other team's offense on the field, right, Dave? Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, so uh, in this first story, I think it's um, it goes like this. Globalist attacks USA at Vatican conference, calls Trump dangerous to one world, quote, big consensus. This is a LifeSite news article run just today. It's really dynamite, and it gets me fired up. I don't know about you people out there. But, you know, the atheist jailkeeper Dorliak says famously, it's one of my favorite lines in the movie, uh, arguably my favorite line, and it's a very quotable movie, The Count of Monte Cristo. People are always trying to motivate themselves. Uh, and he laughs, you know, uh, you know, bitterly. But it's true. Motivating yourself is really, really important. That's a big part of what we're doing here. It's actually very, very important. You never want to underestimate how important it is to inspire yourself, motivate yourself. It's what uh, Kobe Bryant's Mamba mentality was all about. And uh, this this article, reading it earlier today, got me psyched up to do this show in continuation of our last show where we kind of more broadly outlined the rule. The, the opening paragraph reads thus. Pro-abortion globalist and U.S. citizen Jeffrey Sachs attacked the United States at a Vatican-run conference in Rome, calling the land of the free and the home of the brave not only a problem, but dangerous for its opposition to what he called the world's, 
quote, big consensus on economic issues in the climate. He's talking about uh, UN Agenda 20, 2030, the really, really aggressive uh, agenda that the, that the Vatican uh, under this pope really had. Now it's all come out, had lined up. It was going to work in consensus. The U.S. was going to have its guard down permanently after during and after Hillary was president. The world was shocked. These UN types, the globalists, um, when when Trump stormed the White House, <laughs> and the bitterness after nearly four years still has not left them. Uh, the article continues. Sachs directly attacked President Donald Trump by name, saying that the U.S. problem quote became a far more significant problem with the entrance of Donald Trump, adding that the U.S. will be quote absolutely dangerous to the big consensus. If Trump wins re-election to this uh, this year, do you people hear that this is not a couple of dudes, Dave and me, sitting around theorizing? They are admitting it. Let me repeat that last line. Uh, the U.S. became a far more significant problem with Donald Trump, a puncher, right, a, a conservative offense guy. Um, adding that the U.S. will be, quote, absolutely dangerous to the big consensus of the globalists worldwide if Trump wins re-election this year. They are scared. They're shaking in their boots. He's been the the kind of uh, headwind that has guided in, I guess it's a tailwind, actually, a tailwind for guys like us. Um, and we're, we're bringing this kind of uh, Trumpian pop, popular populism i guess might not be the right word but a kind of popular sentiment to to roman catholicism we want to punch back it's not theory that they're scared and they're intimidated i mean he's saying it's a big problem for them and they don't know what to do when catholics other christians and conservatives employ dave's rule one here right yeah no they don't they're not used to it they're not used to being a fed a dose of good sound strategy good sound tactics they're they're so used to getting their way that they're going to scream like divas and have these conniption fits like you kind of saw on the college campuses you know with kids getting doled out coloring books to to soothe themselves in the wake of trump's election they don't know what to do when somebody is getting success punching them in the mouth they don't know what to do so it's actually, I mean, we should take the moment and just savor it because it is so rare for conservatives to have success going on offense or even to have the idea and um, the motivation and the ability to go on offense because we have been so permeated by these toxic, poisonous, wimpy, Ned Flandersy, pusillanimous ideas uh, that kind of came to us from like, I, don't, I almost feel it's like, uh, a scoldy like third grade teacher mentality where it's like oh no nope if you're getting bullied you just need to give him your lunch money and smile and uh then you know that god loves you and you can go home and you're been the bigger person like no that's wrong everyone's sick of that or at least everyone who's of the rising generation you know i think it, it, there is a little bit of a generational gap here where there's more of a tendency to just go along to get along among the older generations because maybe that's how they were raised. And of course, they're the ones that lost the culture for us in the first place. So we can see how that mentality worked out. But I think with the rising generation, people are sick and tired 
of the smiling while you're losing. You know, I don't want to know or meet the man who smiles, who loses and smiles. You should be upset. It should bother you. It should be an affront to your to your very personhood if you're just getting your butt kicked all the time. It should make you have pangs of, I don't know, an inferiority complex or something. We need to start winning. So when we have a guy in like Trump who's counterpunching and he's doing it with a panache and he's scoring actual – he's putting rounds in the bag, right? Um they don't know what to do, and it makes them very uncomfortable. So you see a lot of liberal tantrums, a lot of progressive tantrums, and I think that's pretty much what the Sachs comments were. They they can't take it when somebody is not a Mitt Romney type, when they're on our side, when the good guys, the conservatives, are not wimpy Mitt Romney types that can get dictated to, that will abide being dictated to and told what is what is inside um, the bounds of acceptability versus outside? You know, yeah, that's part yeah. of the problem is they've crafted the rules for so long. They've gotten to play the game while crafting the rules. And conservatives have been content to play the game by the rules crafted by progressives that were crafted with the very idea of bringing about our ruination. And guys and like Mitt Romney. Football. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's what good football does is you, you want to keep your offense on the field and your defense off the field. Yeah. Let's go to Mitt in a sec. But first, I want to I navigated here away from the life site uh, coverage of this, which was dated today. I'm not sure when this uh, when this show will air, but this is from February the 6th. And I went over to Ed Penton, one of my favorite dudes in the Catholic uh, journalism his story, same day, February 6th, his coverage of it, he was the first one to break the story. Scumbag Jeffrey Sachs, um, very welcome in the Vatican all, all seven years of this pontificate. He, the third paragraph down, uh, Penton adds to what we've heard from LifeSite by saying, to the visible delight of Bishop Marcelo Sanchez Sorondo, uh, 